It's now time for Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. Mike will get you into the ring with the latest boxing and MMA info, the Lobos, and much more. Now, here's Mike Adams 2.0. Presented by El Mesquite Market, bringing cultures together. Good morning, sports fans. This show's Mike Adams 2.0, ESPN Radio, 101.7 The Team. And I'm excited, right? I've been excited now for the past year and a half with the guest list that's been incredible. Million Dollar Wheels is off the charts. Shout out R.D. Whittington, the star of the show. First two episodes dropped on Discovery Plus. And I'll tell you, I just saw him on Fox New York this morning. Go to Wires Only, shout out R.D. Whittington. Now, today's guest, because, you know, it's an eclectic bunch that I bring in. I brought in Mark Quinones when he was on Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay. And, and Mark is one of the top chefs in the world now. And then I talked to Chef Andrew Bustos, who, to me, creatively, unbelievable. And I said, in my guest list, in my repertoire, who do I call? And I said, I got to go with the number one food and beverage director in the state of New Mexico, in the country right now, 59th in the country, top 20% food and beverage director. We're going to get to him in the bottom of our number one. But you know how we start the show. We start the show with what? What do we start the show with? Sports, fact, or fiction, Mike. Sports, fact, or fiction. Micah Frankel's in the building. Micah, are you ready? I'm ready. How are you doing, Mike? Let's get started. Excitement for the NFL-XFL partnership. I'm very excited because The Rock has come back. Wait a minute. This would be the first time he's merged in the NFL. He's always wanted to play in the NFL. And for those of you, Dwayne The Rock Johnson owns the XFL. This is a great merger fact. Changes are needed in the NFL, and that's going to be a great place for them to experiment. Is Tiller investing in BKFC after canceling their February event a good thing? I'm not going to say fact or fiction yet. As we've heard all the fighters say, bare knuckles, they're getting paid more than they did in the UFC. We've heard this. But on top of that, Tiller with Tiafimo Lopez turned into a mess, and we hadn't heard from him since. Jake Paul got the contract with Showtime, so Tiller could be in for a thriller. How's that? And I didn't Michael Jackson reference on purpose. Both companies definitely needed to make a move to go back into the forefront. They made a move. Bivol will be the toughest test Canelo has had in the last three years. I'm going to say fiction, and I'm going to tell you why. Canelo's biggest opponent is Canelo. Canelo prepares. See, he goes to work each day. And he gets 1% better, Micah, 1% better each day, the best of the best, and doesn't get the credit that he deserves. So where do I put Canelo? I put Canelo in a whole different category. We saw all top six ranked teams go down last weekend in NCAA men's basketball. Has March Madness already begun? I think it began at the beginning. Do you like the way I said that? It began at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, interestingly enough, the top six teams, Gonzaga, Arizona, Kentucky, they all go down, right? So who's going to get that one seed when it's all said and done? We're not sure. But I will say this. March Madness, there's nothing like it. Yeah, 68 teams go in, and you're rooting for every single one of them. The front four, the final four, the the middle. Micah, March Madness has begun. 
Baylor will get one of those number one seeds. Fact. And and they're the defending champions. That that has to count for something. And don't be surprised if they become like Connor and Cejudo, the champ champ. If Parker or if Porter Jr. and Murray can come back, the Nuggets are the third best team in the West. Fact. And Jokic, man, he can play basketball. And Embiid even looks better now with Harden there. The Nets, where everybody's picked, the Lakers, I don't even want to discuss, Micah. And you know what a Laker fan I am. And I don't even, don't even bring up a Laker question today. Oh, you're going to be in for one later. But right now I'm saying Gegard Mousasi, the most underrated fighter in MMA. I'm going to say in MMA history. How does Mousasi, who's fought the best of the best, right? And still fighting, and yet isn't mentioned with the Anderson Silvas, the GSPs. The, the Tito's, the, the Chucks, Musasi has always been underrated. 85-second title defense last weekend. Put some respect on his name. Undeniably, Islam Mahashev has earned the next shot at the Oliveira Gaethje winner. I, I believe so. That's a fact. And how can he not? Mike, I mean, give me somebody else besides him right now. I know you're going to say Connor. And, and out of respect for Connor and what he's done for the sport, I could see where it would be, Connor, but if you're looking for a for the number one contender, there's no 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 nowhere else to look. It's a ten fight win streak. He should get that title shot. Colby Covington versus Jorge Masvidal is must see TV. Yes, fact. Masvidal's a showman. Covington tried to beat Connor. There's beef, not just in Miami and in the gym. Masvidal knows how to sell tickets because. He's just good at what he does. And I think not only will it be must-see TV, this may be one of the highest pay-per-views for UFC in 2022. Kobe Covington coming in as a minus 330 favorite. That feels about right. I Fiction. I, I like every time Masvidal's an underdog, he shows up. But Covington, he's had some unbelievable fights his last couple, Mike. If it's a prolonged beatdown, I got Covington. If it's a spectacular moment, we know that's what Jorge is all about. One question. Let's stop there because when Masvidal did the flying knee, that's what everybody remembers Masvidal, right? But if you really know Masvidal, you remember him with Kimbo Slice, the Kimbo Slice in Miami fighting in backyards. I'm talking about 16 wins by knockout overall, half of his wins by knockout. He puts together spectacular moments like he did in London knocking out Darren Till. The guy's done it his whole career. Continue. As we continue, okay, so back-to-back 45-point games and setting a new Grizzlies record for scoring. John Morant has supplanted himself in superstar status. For sure. That's a fact. And I think that happened last year. And and when you think about this guy, right, when the scouts said they found him in the back gym, goes to Murray State, the Murray State, right? Right. That, that top-notch top NCAA basketball, Murray State, and John Morant now is probably, Micah, the most popular name, the most popular name. Oh, yeah. And superstar status, absolutely. He's got to get a signature line of kicks here going because they're going to sell off the sh- off the shelves quick. But him and Steven Adams also, they combine, combine for play of the year. Yeah, I mean, Steven Adams is one of my favorite players. Oklahoma City Thunder did great Memphis Grizzlies. You know, he does what he's asked. And I always wanted Steven Adams on the Lakers. I don't know how it didn't happen, right? 
It's not like he gets a big contract. But John Morant, Steven Adams work well together. Man, cross the court all the way, catch and release, Ollie oop while fading away from the basket to win the game. It's play of the year, Mike. Looking at it, it's right there in front of us. Harden, Joel, they are on pace to be the next Colby Shaq. I don't want to ever say they'll be the next Kobe Shaq. New age Kobe Shaq. And, and I'm not even going to go any age on Kobe Shaq because that's a category all to itself. Not even Kareem and Magic were Kobe Shaq. Not even West and Chamberlain were Kobe Shaq. So not even Olajuwon Kenny Smith were Kobe Shaq. Drexler? Hakeem, maybe? maybe. Pippen Jordan? No, 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 no. No, 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 Pippen back Jordan's racket, in back that racket. conversation. I don't know if they're winning a chip. I don't know if they're winning a chip. No Bill Cartwright Jordan? Longley Jordan? Or well, maybe Bi- Bill Cartwright Jordan, because they didn't really win, what, one, maybe one? Maybe so going. To answer your question, Embiid and Harden are not Kobe Shaq. Carson Wentz is out of opportunities to be a start- starting quarterback in the NFL. I'm going to say fiction. Somebody needs him. I don't know who needs him, but somebody needs him. And what's weird, for me anyway, this is the Carson Wentz everybody was hyped up over, what, five years ago? And now, Carson Wentz, you're saying, ah, he could have done more in Indy, could have done more in Philly. Foles had the run, though. Foles had the run, but that was Wentz's team. How quickly we forget. Was once the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. The Bulls will not get out of the first round of the playoffs. Depends. The bracketing ain't done yet. The Heat are the one seed. The Heat are going to be the one seed. So if you gave me the bracket today, fill in a team, and I can tell you if they get out of the first round. Give me Celtics. the bracket today. Celtics. They beat the Celtics. You think so in the 3-6 yes. matchup? They do. I think that's the likely one. But that one looks scary to me. Tatum is coming into form. But we did see Brown go down with that ankle injury. And let me just say this, because I know you're the biggest Chicago Bulls fan. And, and our guest, Mike Saldana, in the bottom of our number one, he also likes the Bulls. And I'll tell you both today, as I have told you for 10 years, the Bulls will never win another NBA title. Continue. And that's why you're getting the Lakers question here in a moment. <laughs> Miami has the most smothering defense in the NBA. Yes, fact. And and I will say this, Mike, about the Miami Heat. Spolstra has now put his name in that category of great coaching. Popovich, right? Mm-hmm. Riley, Jackson. Uh-huh. You got to give Eric Spolstra a lot of credit. A lot of credit. For sentimental reasons, we all need to be Isaiah Thomas fans. Well, he's on the Hornets right here, now. Here's the thing. The guy continues to get 10-day contracts. The guy was a superstar for, what, all of a year and a half. Then he gets traded to the Kings. It's been an interesting journey for him. And remember, he was supposed to get that giant contract, Micah, on the Celtics, and then a guy named Kyrie came to town. That hip injury changed the trajectory of his career, unfortunately. Lakers in a slump, but will make the play-in still because the player, the Trailblazers are trying to lose every game. You know, it's hard here, and I hope they're not trying to lose every game in Portland. I really not. And, and the other thing, like, Lakers played Doncic in the Mavericks recently, lost. They get blown out. DeAndre Jordan's on waivers now because he threw the ball to the 19th row. And Westbrook can't catch a break, and he's from L.A. I don't know what happens to these Lakers. I think LeBron has it in him. I don't know when he's going to turn it up that they make the playing game. Warriors skid is proving the importance that Draymond Green has to that team. Absolutely fact. And for those of you who just think the Splash Brothers are Golden State, for those of you who think Andrew Wiggins, who started in the All-Star game, is a big Big plus he is, 
But it all starts with Draymond. And, and, and people ask me this all the time. It starts with Draymond? Yeah, it does. Because he keeps that team going, Micah. You know Steph's going to get you 30. You know a healthy Clay's going to get you 20. But you need Draymond to get you the boards and the all-out hustle. See, there's pieces and cogs to the team. Purdue's Jaden Ivey will be the next athletic, explosive point guard to make a big name in the NBA. I don't want to say fact. I don't want to say fiction. Look, Markel Fultz, he just got back into a game. Number one pick, Markel Fultz. Do you remember Markel Fultz? I never understood why he was the number one pick. But my point is they thought he was the next guy, right? So it's tough until you get there. And then when you get there and realize there's only 320 cats in the world that get to call themselves an NBA professional player. Kenny fake slide Pickett will be the first quarterback off the board in the NFL draft. Fiction. And I, I it, when will a quarterback get selected? Are the Titans are the Titans the one team that absolutely need a quarterback? Yes. I like Tannehill, but you need something there. So when does a quarterback get picked? Because with the first selection, the Jacksonville Jaguars have to go defense. Maybe they go offensive line. You've got to protect the investment that is Trevor Lawrence. This Minnesota Timberwolves team is the best one they've had since the KG days. I'm going to say fact. And I like, Micah, that Carl Anthony Towns hits that three-point shot against the Cavaliers. I mean, he had just won the three-point tournament. And then he hits that one in OT. I like this Timberwolves team. I do. I don't think they're going to go far. But I think, and and to say is it back to KG days, that's a huge statement. KG, think about this. The Timberwolves, at one point, you know their lineup, was loaded. Loaded. Cassell, Sprewell. Everybody. Gugliotta. And couldn't win it. Joe Smith, man, that team was so loaded, thought they were going to do it. The Liberty should not be fined, but should be applauded for chartering flights for their players. I like it. I like it, and it's about time they get chartered flights, right? Private jets. Why not? You got to puff out your chest when you drop 57 points, no matter what court it's on. I agree. And 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 for those of you playing pickup this weekend, if you go for 57 and you have time to take your own stats and chats, I applaud you. Who are you telling? Who are you taking the stat line to? Shout out to Nick Stockus in the G League dropping 57, the former Michigan Wolverine, I mean, you got to puff out your chest. It's 57. But here's the thing, Micah. I was at a game the other day. It was a, I don't, I don't know what they call it, a rec league game. This guy came off the court talking. I had 57. I was 12 of 26 from the three-point line. I'm like, oh, that's great. Well, they ain't even keep it. But, but you still get, yeah, puff your chest. Kyler Murray has not done enough to be making the contract demands he is. Agreed. Fact. And, you know, interestingly enough, Arizona hosts the Super Bowl next year. Kyler Murray, can he get them there? Um, man, he's going to need some team camaraderie. They got enough. They got enough. They got enough to get there. He has to be on point. And people forget this. What did they go, 8-0, 9-0 to start the season? They thought he was the MVP of the league. So if he's on all cylinders, don't count the Cardinals out. In basketball, recklessly diving on top of somebody while they're on the floor should be a foul, right? It should be more than a foul. Okay, it's one thing if you're diving for a loose ball. It's another thing if you're just trying to do a dog pile. Remember they used to call it dog pile? Everybody jumps on everybody. Stop that. And and, and if you go to a game, there's no need to fight with anybody. 
whoever you root for, we root for too. Michael, we got to do something about fan violence. It needs to stop. I was talking about Giannis violence. Did you see that frog splash? I'm a wrestling fan. I know he is. But man, did he dive on Jimmy Butler and they're like, jump ball. I, I, I don't, is Giannis allowed to play a more physical brand of basketball than most guys? Who's more physical right now than he is? No one. And here's the other thing. Giannis goes to work every day. Giannis is the best player in the NBA today. By far, if we were going to rate the top five players in the NBA today, Giannis is one. James Harden, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday equal Nikolai Jokic is the MVP. No. Joel Embiid's the MVP. Period. The end. Voting stops today. Oh, no, 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 no. He's got a guy dropping 30 every night with him now. We're going to keep that in check. Embiid will be the MVP. Jokic, the Joker, was MVP last year. And here's the nice thing. The resurgence of the big man. Jokic, now Embiid. Let's see if they can keep this trend going. Joker doing it on his own. He gets my vote. Tyson Fury has announced he is retiring after the Dillian White fight, and that is the perfect disappointment to end this whole rise of the heavyweight division. I'm going to say fiction. I don't think he retires. I think it's something that he's going to say. And he'll wait a little bit till Francis Ngannou decides, hey, look, my contract's up at the UFC. And once that contract's up, we're going to get like a Jake Paul feel to that fight. And what people will forget about Tyson Fury, he is P.T. Barnum. He sells tickets. And not only that, Micah, he can sing. Hopefully he, you know what? I hope he does an album. Oscar De La Hoya did an album. I hope Tyson Fury does an album. Tyson's an entertainer, but I could see this seriously being his last fight. Mike, hopefully I didn't give you too much fiction and a lot of fact today. That's Micah Franco. Follow him all across the country. Just got back from Houston, Texas, following the UFC. Where are you going next? Phoenix, Arizona, UFC 274. That's May 7th. Going to go out there. Charles Oliveira, Justin Gaethje, lightweight title fight in the main event. Mauricio Shogun, who is going to take on Ovin St. Pru in a rematch. You got the legend Cowboy Cerrone against Joe Lozon. And just announced yesterday, Michelle Watterson versus Amanda Hebas. So some local talent and a world title fight. You know I'll be there. Yeah, it's a great card. Always good catching up. That's sports, fact or fiction. With Micah Frankel. My name's Mike Adams. The show's Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team. Let's get back to Mike Adams 2.0 on ESPN Radio 101.7. The team. Presented by El Mesquite Market. Bringing cultures together. Welcome back. Sports Factor Fiction. Always fun in 2022. And we go all around sports. All around the globe. If you want to talk pickleball, racquetball, soccer. It doesn't matter. Because see, we're sports fans. You know, I'm excited for my next guest. He's a huge Chicago Bears fan. And this is first time on ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Don't forget, you can get it on Apple Podcasts. You can get it on Spotify. Uh, as Micah Frankel always says, go to Mike Adams 2.0 and uh, follow that as you'll find out all the guests and what they're thinking about. But I've always been intrigued by chefs. And their creative piece. And I said, you know what? Let me go get the number one F&B director in Albuquerque, New Mexico right now. Mike Saldana, welcome to the show, buddy. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, Mike, before we dig into cuisine, right, and beverage, I know you're the biggest Chicago Bears fan. And I have to ask you a question. Is it Super Bowl shuffle Chicago Bears fan or is it modern day Chicago Bears fan? You know, it started 
it started with the Super Bowl shuffle back when I was younger. Um, 85, my, I grew up uh, in El Paso, Texas. My grandfather was probably the biggest Dallas Cowboy fan that I know. Um, <laughs> his son, my uncle, uh, you know, he married a Puerto Rican from Chicago. And then just to just to kind of get my grandpa all wound up and my uncle, because they're huge Cowboy fans, she started giving us kids bear stuff. So, you know, we always look forward to Aunt Betty. Aunt Betty always brought over some <laughs> Chicago bear stuff. And back then, when you were a little boy, you, it's a bear. So, you know, it's, we started going into it. We, she started watching games. We, we, we enjoyed it. And then all of a sudden, here we are, 85, the Super Bowl shuffle. And it just, I just got hooked. I just got hooked and been huge bear fan since. Um, got to got to actually meet and shake the hands of the, the greatest running back ever, the sweetness. Walter Payton, got to meet him. It was an awesome experience. I'll never forget that. But ever since then, you know, and then Erlacher came along and boom, brought back the, the defense. The, the monsters of the midway came back with Erlacher. When I found out he was from here, from New Mexico, and, you know, growing up in El Paso right next to it, I was like, wow, you know, we got a Lobo that's going to be in the Bears. So it was, it was awesome. Mike Saldana is my guest. He's the food and beverage director. At the Albuquerque Marriott Uptown. I didn't like to invite everybody to go enjoy a meal. Now, let's stay in Chicago for a second. Because people ask me this question. I don't even know. I give them my opinion as an answer. But as, as an F&B director, is it New York pizza or is it Chicago pizza? Well, I've only had Chicago pizza. I actually been to Chicago and I loved it. I loved the, the deep dish pizza. It's awesome. It takes you forever to wait for it, though. You you, you got to enjoy those beers and those appetizers <laughs> at the restaurant. By by the time that the pizza gets there, it's delicious. So I'm I'm gonna stick with Chicago because that's all I really know. I haven't had New York pizza. You know, spoken like a true F and B director, Cell. He said, "Don't forget the appetizers and don't forget a couple of beverages, even though you have to wait." See, that's what I appreciate about business people. See, they're thinking about the business first. So now let's take your journey. You're from El Paso. What made you get into hospitality, Mike? Like, what was that journey for you to say, hey, look, I want to be an F&B director for the greatest brand in the world? Well, you know, it started off in 95. I've been with Marriott since 95. And, you know, I started off in the catering department, setting up chairs, tables for all the weddings. And and you, you just get into it. The, the The type of business that you're in, the hospitality, getting to meet different people, getting to meet people from all over and you know i just got into it became supervisor there got offered positions as a bookkeeper did bookkeeper for a long time i've done the bar i've done bar back i've done bartending front desk i've done pretty much everything that that you get to it but what really really what i really really enjoyed was actually talking to people while you're serving them you know bartending bringing them food it, it just opens people up and they start talking about all sorts of Topics that you come up. Sports is one. Sports is a huge one. You just start talking. And the people that you get to meet. Uh, I got to meet Mean Joe Green. Sat wow. down right there in my front of my bar when he walked into the bar. And I was like, this this is Mean Joe Green. So Did I, he throw his jersey at you at the Yeah, end? I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, those are the type of people you, you get to meet. You get to enjoy it. And just being a food and beverage director, you, you, you try to – Show that to the rest of your staff. You 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 have the opportunity to meet so many different people. The knowledge that you gain, um, and, and it's good. It, it it makes you feel good. 
Mike Saldana is my guest. He's the F&B director, Marriott Uptown, El Paso native, Chicago Bear fan. And I want to stay in food and beverage right now, Mike, with all the supply chain things that are happening with food costs. And it's not just you, right? I've talked to all kinds of restaurant owners. I mean, what's been the toughest thing that you have been through as a professional in getting product? I mean, is the product still in good supply as of right now? It's in good supply. Um, it's There is times that you're going to have to substitute some stuff, you, you, but you always try to make sure that the quality is there. It doesn't matter if you're going to substitute. As long as the quality is there, you, you're going to try to get it to take care of the guest. That's the main important thing. You need to try to do as much as you can to take care of the guest. So there are times that you run into situations of – and the beverage side of things, bourbon, bourbon is a tough. Everybody one. loves bourbon. Everybody loves bourbon right now. So you, 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 you know, everybody's running into those problems where bourbon seems to be hard to get. So as soon as you get one bottle in, by the end of the week, it's gone. It's gone. So you know, it, it's been tough. It's been tough. Mike Saldana is my guest. ESPN Radio one hundred one point seven. The team now. The menu's outstanding. Your servers and your service is incredible. Chef Charlie Packard, shout out to you if you're listening. But I was in there the other day, Mike, and they said, got to try the Boom Boom Tacos. Yes. My gosh, explain how the Boom Boom Taco came. And whoever's listening, get down to the Marriott Uptown, ask for Mike Saldana personally and say, hey, I heard the Boom Boom Tacos were the best in this town. Boom Boom Tacos, yeah, it's it's. It actually started off here in Albuquerque. I'm not going to lie to you. And eventually it became, and became into the menu for the rest of our hotels that we have. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's fried shrimp, breaded fried shrimp, and it's laid on top of a flour tortilla with melted cheese on it. Then you put those shrimp on top with some nice Napa slaw and then a boom, boom sauce that makes it just kick. It has a nice, creamy, spicy flavor. It's really, really good. Um, and then they top it off with some fresh sliced avocados. And your choice of side. Wow. You got your choice of side. Oh, it is. They are absolutely delicious. Boom, boom tacos. Put it on the menu. Go by the number one hotel in the state of New Mexico. Ask for Mike Saldana when you get in there and, I, and, and say, hey, Mike, I heard this is the place to be and the place to eat. Now, I want to go back to sports. You're a Dodger fan. I'm a Dodger fan. And it was tough this year. It was. And we won against Tampa Bay, won the World Series. We hadn't won one since Kurt Gibson. And a lot of people forget it was a 3-2 count. He had chipped off a lot of balls. I don't even want to get to 88 and Kurt Gibson because then it would take me into a different place. Do the Dodgers have a shot this year? And will Major League Baseball even play this year? That's tough right there. I don't think it's going to be played until maybe even late, late. And that's even if they try to figure out what's going on, if they're going to remake, reschedule the games that they're about to lose. But the Dodgers always have a shot. you got to believe. you got to believe in the blue. The Dodgers always have a shot. So, they, they, you know, Kershaw, hopefully he gets a little healthy and, and stays healthy to pull it out at the end. We, we got, they got this. The Dodgers got this. I like that. I like it. And here's the thing. You know, I was born in Los Angeles, California, raised here. Love Albuquerque. And the one thing about Los Angeles, and I tell this to everybody, in L.A., the number one team, and you can pick so many, are the Dodgers, period, the end. 
The number one sports team in Los Angeles, California, is the Dodgers, period, the end, to the Lakers. Okay? Then after the Lakers, maybe it's UCLA basketball. Um, maybe it's the LA Sparks. Maybe it's a roller derby. The Rams, of course, are probably three. And with winning the Super Bowl, maybe two. My point is this. If you're a Clipper fan, you're the 17th most popular team in Los Angeles. Anaheim Angels, 18. Or now the LA Angels. They're 18th. Clippers, 17th. LA, LA Chargers, 19th. Right? I'm rooting for UCLA basketball prior, USC football prior. It's kind of interesting, right? Yes, it is. When you think about it. It is. Now, when you grew up, Mike, what was popular in that era? What was the music you were listening to? Well, I'll be honest with you. I grew up in El Paso, so a lot of Mexican music. Yeah. Who are your favorite artists? Chente. You got to go with Chente. Vicente Fernandez is one of the ones that you always had. Mom in the morning cleaning, waking you up with Chente loud on the consola is what we used to call it back in the days, that big radio the old school that's the size of a couch um but me personally when i started growing up i listened to everything i listen everything from rock to oldies country you know i have a huge huge span of likes corn garth brooks you know boys to men yeah yeah and i'm not and i'm not embarrassed to say it i like some vanilla ice back in the day you know it was were, popular were you in, were you in sync or backstreet boys or you didn't listen? Oh, I don't know. I'll be honest. Maybe a little more of the new kids on the block. Okay. That's more my time. And I was, and I was digging New Edition, one of my favorite oh, bands yeah, of all you time. Oh, gotta love right? them. Yes. And Vicente Fernandez, what a lot of people don't know, I saw him in concert. He comes with a white horse and a black horse. And he sells out arenas, as we saw, and lost them way too soon. And, and he was an impact in music, period. Yes, he was. Period, right? And when you think of the all-time greats, right, like Luciano Pavarotti, James Brown, Mike Jackson, Elvis, Cash, I, Vicente deserves to be up there in yes, that category. Yes, he does. I believe, yeah, he does. You know what I mean? Mike Saldana is my guest, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. I know you're a Bulls fan. I'm a huge Zach Levine fan. But with DeMar DeRozan being there, I have DeMar DeRozan in the MVP race. Now, I don't have a vote, but it would be Joel Embiid. DeMar DeRozan, the Joker, and Giannis. Those were the four guys I would choose from, but you got to be happy as a Bulls fan. You know, you you do because the excitement, they're young. I'm, like you said earlier in the show, I don't think they're going to win a championship this year. You don't. They're, but, but the fact that they're such a young team, you have that excitement back in Chicago. And honestly, you haven't really had that excitement since you could give a little bit of Butler – but since Rose, since Derrick Rose left the Bulls, you never, you haven't had that excitement. And then, unfortunately, thing happened with Rose. He got injured, and you know, there, there went everything. But, uh, but it's, it's exciting. It's exciting to see that young talent back in Chicago and them doing so good. It is. It's, it's good. Derrick Rose MVP at the time. That's how good Derrick Rose was. Derrick Rose's Memphis Tigers lose to Mario Chalmers' Kansas Jayhawks. For the national championship, and Memphis was up nine with like two minutes. Not that I want to bring that up, but let's continue. So when I think about this, Mike, when I think about sports in general, basketball, I think, has become the second most popular sport behind the NFL. 
where I felt baseball in the 80s and 90s was the number one sport. Do you agree with that? Do you feel like it's the NFL, NBA? What would be third right now of the majors? That's a good question. I'm, I'm, you're still gonna, you're still gonna have baseball up there. You're still, no matter what. And you know, I was listening to the radio this morning where they were talking about how it's the fans that actually just keep baseball alive. And when are we as fans gonna be tired of this whole stuff and stopping? Because it, it feels like uh, the fans will stay there. So when the fans do decide to just stop watching the sport, maybe. But right now the fans are keeping it up there. They're they're gonna keep it up there. It's it's the the U.S. pastime. It, it doesn't you know it's you have everybody. So it's gonna be tough to take it. And I'm not sure about what other team or what other sport is gonna take up that that spot. You you really don't have one. Mikey, yeah. Well, hockey and hockey's gaining momentum. Soccer's gaining momentum. And it'll be interesting to see. Right now, I would I would say hockey's more popular than Major League Baseball. When they lock out like this, you forget about it. Correct. And it doesn't help the fan. Mike Saldana is my guest, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Marriott Uptown, go say hi to Mike and his phenomenal staff. The food is outstanding. Mike, as far as hospitality, we went through a rough couple of years, right, as an industry. But I see it bouncing back, and it's good to see people. I was at your spot the other day. It was jam-packed, and it felt good. It does. It, it feels good to have everybody back and and help out everybody, help out the staff, help out servers. It, it, it's good. It's good to see everybody back, good spirits. Have, you know, it's it's we miss that. The industry misses that. Everybody misses that. So it, it's good. Come on over. You're local. Come come check out the bar. Check out the scene. See how good it is to finally have the stuff back open and enjoy the camaraderie of, of different people. A lot of local places, a lot of local people don't think about going to a hotel bar to enjoy. But come out. Enjoy it. it, it it's different. It's a different atmosphere. And, you know, it, it helps everybody out. It helps the business. It helps uh, your local people, your 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 own community. It's helping them get money so you know it's it's nice it's nice to finally have that business coming back be able to take care of you guys and take care of the guests it's it's good and i'll tell you what i've had the all-american breakfast there sunny side up two bacon and a little bit of toast nothing better one of the i eat breakfast there constantly uh it's amazing mike i want to say thank you number one thank you for working right I, and i say this i tell this to everybody thanks for working through a pandemic uh, thanks for caring and getting into an industry where it's people first. And I appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you for having us here. And like I said, come out enjoy, enjoy some some dinner, some some great foods, great drinks. Got our bartenders love making those old fashioned. So come on out, check us out. Mike Saldana was my guest. Albuquerque Marriott Uptown, the F and B director, huge sports fan, and the Bears. I hate to tell Mike this. But the Bears will not win another Super Bowl. <laughs> the Bulls will not win another NBA championship. And we'll leave it at that. Mike, always a pleasure. Thank you. That was Mike Saldana from the Albuquerque Marriott Uptown F&B director. You're listening to Mike Adams 2.0. I want to thank Sal behind the glass. You do an outstanding job. Joe Neal, the president. I want to thank Alyssa Ryan, Preston, John Michael. Make sure you go to Spotify. Make sure you go to Apple Podcasts. Make sure on Saturday... 
uh, mornings that you tune in because Mike Adams 2.0 with another great guest to add to the guest list. So, everybody, enjoy your day. My name's Mike Adams. It's ESPN Radio 101.7, the team. Good night. Thanks for joining us for Mike Adams 2.0, presented by El Mesquite Market, bringing cultures together. Join us again next Saturday, 9 to 10, on your New Mexico-owned and operated station, ESPN Radio 101.7, the team.